I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. A type of bumblebee figures in today's geoquiz, the Bombus subterraneus. The species of bumblebee is better known as the short-haired bumblebee. It died out in Britain 25 years or so ago and was declared extinct. One of the nails in this bee's tiny coffin was the loss of wildflower meadows. So conservationists came up with the idea of going outside Britain to find some healthy queen specimens. They targeted a Nordic country on the Scandinavian peninsula. So that's what we're looking for in the quiz today, and we're hoping that you can name this bumblebee-friendly province at the southernmost tip of the Scandinavian peninsula. It's a province where wildflowers are still abundant, and there are plenty of these little pollinators flying around. So let's go now to Nikki Gammons, who's in charge of reintroducing the short-haired bumblebee to the UK. Nikki, where did you find these queen bees? So I found them in the province of Skuna, and it's spelled S-K-A-N-E. And this area is mainly open farmland, which is where this species is typical of. It doesn't like wooded areas. It likes sort of open areas, uh, typically wildflower meadows. How did you find them? So what we did is we walked along areas, um, sort of roadside verges, farmland, edge of golf courses. And we were looking for a particular flower called white dead nettle. And that's uh, one of the early foraging flowers for this bumblebee. It's not the only one, but it's, it's one of the most numerous in, in Sweden. And basically what we do with a team of volunteers is I walked out with our nets and we were just walking along these flower-rich habitats and netting um, all the queen bumblebees that we saw. And we then put them into vials mm. and then storing them in a fridge ready to take them back to the UK. Now, you started this reintroduction already yesterday. Tell us where you released uh, these first 100 short-haired bees. So we released them at the RSPB Reserve, which is the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds, in Dungeness, which is the south of Kent. So it's a very rich shingle habitat. Now, you can't really put GPS trackers on on bumblebees. So how are you going to follow their progress? Yeah, so what we've um, decided to do is, is release them and sort of let them decide where they want to go. If we did put things like GPS trackers or satellite trackers on, we don't know how the extra weight may affect the queen. It may affect less pollen load that she can carry. It may affect her nest uh, digging abilities. It may even make her more susceptible to predation. So what we do is I have a team of 20 volunteers and we have a number of surveys that we will be undertaking across all of this habitat that we have created and managed for this bumblebee's return. So if uh, the bumblebee's extinction was triggered in the UK by its habitat being destroyed, the the wildflower meadows, what's going to be done to ensure that the bees survive this time? We've been working a lot with farms and landowners to recreate a huge amount of habitat. And what we've done is we've created corridors coming out of the release sites. They can spread into new areas. One of the big problems with loss of habitat is you get isolated populations. And this is quite dangerous because they start to become inbred and the males become infertile. So the most important thing is creating corridors of habitat where they can spread out eventually around the southeast of England. What kind of plants and flowers attract bees, Nikki? And what should we be doing in North American backyards and gardens to help with this effort? Well, lupins are actually a fantastic flower for bumblebees. Lupins? Yep, they provide both nectar and pollen. Um, I guess you guys have lavender mm-hmm. as well. Lavender, again, is one of the best of the best, and it's not only good for bumblebees, other bees. It's also good for moths and butterflies as well, so it sort of ticks lots of boxes. What do you feel is going to be the best hope for this conservation experiment? I mean, Do you think other bee species will have to be rescued this way eventually? Well, what we're hoping is to send out a message, really, is 
let's not let this happen again. Let's not let a bee go extinct again anywhere really in Europe, in the Northern Hemisphere. If you create and maintain the right amount of habitat, this will prevent our bees declining and becoming isolated. This bee had a second chance. Now, it's not the usual that extinct any species will actually get a second chance, and this bee has, but we can't let this happen again to our bumblebees. Nikki, you say this bumblebee extinction must not happen again. Tell us what's at stake. Well, they're incredibly important pollinators. They pollinate many of our soft fruit and vegetables, tomatoes, strawberries, and many of our most popular fruit and veg. If they start to decline, our yields and our production of these fruit and veg will start to decline. And of course, they pollinate also many of our wildflowers as well, which rely on bees. So we could see if bumblebee numbers start to keep declining as they are doing, we could start to see a change in our ecosystems and in our farming. Nikki Gammons is in charge of the Short-Haired Bumblebee Reintroduction Project in Britain. She also gave us the answer to our geoquiz today, the Swedish province of Skuna. Nikki, thank you very much for speaking with us, and good luck. Thank you. Cheers.